We're going to start off in the book of Matthew, chapter number 26. I'm just going to go straight down the line. I'm just going to get right into the preaching. No stories, no videos, no formalities. Just get right into the preaching. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the day goodness to us. Lord, I just pray you redeem the time. Help these feeble lips of clay speak what you need to speak through me. And help them understand the account of what Jesus did on the cross for our sins. In Christ's name, amen. amen. As you're looking at the Bible, the, the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter number 26, verse 6 through 13. I'll go ahead and read some of those. And it says, now Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the house of Simon the leper. <clears throat> he was visiting Simon the leper. He wasn't born there. There came a woman having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head and sat at meat. But when the disciples saw it, they had indignation. That means they was hating. They was drinking a nice cold hot glass, a cold glass of haterade. Amen. What you, ooh, don't you know what she did? Who she thinks she is coming to the son of God like that. Amen. And he, and he says, saying to what purpose was this waste? For this woman might have been sold for much and given to the poor. And when Jesus understood it, he rebuked her. He rebuked the ones that said that. I want to talk about this subject here today. An A to Z survey of the Easter account. Going from Matthew 26 to Matthew 28. A to Z of what Easter stands for. By the way, Easter don't stand for no bunny rabbit that lays eggs with chocolate inside and toys and candy. Amen. It don't stand for going with an Easter basket, hippity hopping and skipping all around the place. It stands for the Son of God that died. And three days later, bless God, he rose again from the dead. Amen. That's what it stands for. And I hope you don't believe the hype with bunny rabbit. Here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bunny trail. Yes, he is going straight to hell. Amen. It don't stand for that. It stands for God getting up from the dead third, the third day. Amen. Number one, the anointing. Hey, a sinful lady presented herself to Jesus and worshiped him in her own way. Others couldn't only see what she had done and not what she was doing. They were so set on condemning her past that they completely missed the opportunity to commend her present. Amen. She brought three things. She brought an alabaster box. I, I, I used to think, Brother Matt, the alabaster, it meant like wood. I used to think that. Then I read the Bible and I did some research, which what we should do. We should read, right? Alabaster is a type of marble. Very, very precious. Very, very expensive. And she brought this very expensive piece with very expensive ointment into the house of God. One thing that stood out, Brother Perry, watch this. It says, when they, when a woman having an alabaster box, <clears throat> very precious ointment, poured it on his head as he sat at meat. They was in Simon the leper's house. I believe, Brother Matt, that he healed Simon the leper. And I believe he was a guest of honor at that house. Where's the guest of honor sit at? At the head of the table. And, and at application, here's what I saw. This is what God revealed to me. Jesus was sitting at the head of the table. All eyes were on him. And she came and she worshiped him. And her own way in front of everybody. She didn't care who saw. Amen. Likewise, in, I, in like manner, we'll never have a good blessing from God. And we'll never have the closest to God unless we're willing to worship God in our own way in front of everybody. Amen. She didn't care who saw her. Amen. She bought the alabaster box. She had precious ointment. Hey, I'll never, me personally, you can do what you want. But I'll never bring something that cost me second best to Jesus Christ. Because gave, God gave me his first best. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to bring something. I'm not going to bring a limping dog with three legs. Amen. I'm not going to bring my second best. That means I won't come bring it. I won't come half stepping. Amen. I'm going to come straight up with the best I got for the Lord. Because he Amen. gave me his best. Amen. Amen. And I, I have a problem with people that bring their second best to God. 
you can do what you want, but I'm going to bring my best. Amen. She brought the very best precious ointment and she poured it on his head as he sat at meat. She showed humility and worshiped Jesus when everybody was looking. Unless you're willing to anoint Jesus with the treasures that he's blessed you with, you'll never receive a true blessing. Amen. The anointing. Let her be the betrayal. Matthew 26, 14 through 16. You know the story. Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve. He says, what will you give me? What, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. How many people know somebody like that? You go around and they always ask you for something. Can I borrow a dollar? Can I borrow a pencil? Can I borrow a piece of paper? Like, you just got some money the other day. How you going to ask me for some paper? Hey, man, buy your own. Get your own stuff, man. Betrayal. A greedy man seeking personal glory and seeking revenge for an offered spiritual gift betrayed Jesus. I, what I found, what I found, brother, uh, brother Austin, <clears throat> the Bible says Judas is scary. He held the bag. He held the money bag. What was what was interesting in that verse of scripture is that there was a businessman in there. There was a tax collector in there and other people had money, too. But they all trusted him for some reason. He was probably like the uh, probably like the um, the wrong Ponzi Ponzi of the of the disciples. Yeah. He knew how to manage money. He knew how to do it and do it well. Amen. And what <laughs> and what happened is. This time he says, what will you give me? He betrayed the son of God. He asked, what will you give me? Amen. How many times did we pray, betray God? Oh, it don't have to be for 30 pieces of silver. It can be for a cell phone. We can betray God for a pair of shoes. We can betray God for some clothes. We can betray God for not paying attention to the preacher when he's talking. We can betray God for all kind of different things in this life. But oftentimes what we'll do is we think it's for money. How many people know you can betray God by squandering your time? Yeah, that's, true. that's the one thing that God has given us that we can't get back. We can't get back time. We can get money back. Mm -hmm. We can learn different talents, but we can't get time back. Amen. How many times do we betray God and give our best to the devil and betray God? Come on. I know I'm guilty of that. Amen. Sometimes the one that seemed the most trusted and brilliant in your life could be the very ones to sell you out for personal gain. Be careful of people who seek to get very close to you and make much about money and personal matters while giving others a hard time. How quickly the tables will turn. Right. Anointing the betrayal. Number, number C, letter C. I've done a brother Kelly. Number C, letter C, communion. Matthew 26, 17 through 30. They had the Lord's Supper. They had the Lord's Supper and they had the Passover meal. You know the story. They were all setting everything up. And Jesus said, hey, go prepare a place. And he came up there and they broke the bread. And he drank the wine. It wasn't Boone's Farm, Magdal 2020 or Wild Hours Rose. Amen. It was grape juice. It wasn't no fermented stuff. Jesus Christ was not a wine bibber. He was a, he drank grapefruit. He drank Welch's. Amen. Amen. Believe what you want to. Believe what everybody tells you. He didn't drink no wine. He, he wasn't, there was nowhere found in him. Amen. Amen. But anyways, a lot of people think when they hear the word communion, they think about eating crackers, bread and wine. That's not what it means. The word communion means a close bond, intimate. Intimate spiritual connection, Amen. a personal intimate time between God and man. <clears throat> this personal time had to be prepared in advance. Hey, look up here. You just can't wake up and expect to get close to God. It takes some pre some preparation. Amen. It takes some time to get close to God. You don't just get up and say, hey, oh, God, OK, God, I'm ready to go. When the night before you were just at the club. Somebody say amen. Somebody help me preach. You can't say I'm close to God. Well, the night before you were sitting there watching something dirty on your phone. 
Amen. Amen. You can't say I'm close to God when you're sitting there blowing somebody else up on Facebook and putting all their business on front street. Somebody say somebody help me preach. A lot of people think these days they're going to do all this crazy, wicked stuff and get close to God. God's not within a thousand miles of that mess. And when we prepare to meet God in a separate place, he will begin to share personal things with us. There was all these people that was around Jesus. He fed them all. But he was only sharing that last meal with a select few. A lot of people will say they're close to God. A lot of people will say that they know God. But only a select few will be close enough to God for him to give the personal things that he's got for them. Amen. Amen. That, that, that's a good preacher right there. Somebody help me. D, disassociation. Matthew 26, 31 through 41. <clears throat> the Bible talks about Jesus had warned him. He's like, hey, when the shepherd's smitten, all the sheep will scatter. He was basically saying, you guys going to all scatter and leave me. When the times get tough, that's what's going to happen. The Bible says right here <clears throat> that the ones that were close to Jesus ended up both separating themselves from him and mentally checking out when they had been by his side helping him when the hard times came. He needed encouragement. It all started. It, listen to me. It all started in the garden when he was praying and everybody fell asleep. It's so funny, Brother Matt, that we see these. We maybe not in this room too much, but we see uh, some of the young men and young women come to this room and they're wild and rambunctious out there. But when they get in here, they fall asleep. They, you guys won't fall asleep watching a movie. You guys don't preach it right. Say amen. You won't fall asleep watching X-Men. You won't fall asleep watching Madea. Amen. You won't fall asleep Say hallelujah. Amen. But you'll fall asleep in the house of God when the Bible's preached. Hey, that's the time when you, you should wake up and listen to what God says. Amen. Sometimes when you really need people in a time of need, they will fail you and let you suffer a cruel fate all by yourself. Jesus was all alone carrying out God's will by himself. And without the closest followers by his side, you will never really serve Jesus effectively unless you're willing to disassociate yourself from others and follow him alone. Amen. D. E is examination. Matthew 26, 57 through 64. This is the time when they grabbed them and they took him to the to the high priest, Caiaphas, by, by his name. And they all judged him, examined him. They put, they picked everything in his life apart. By the way, as a passing brother, Matt. I wonder how many times people will pick our lives apart. Yeah. What will they find? Yeah. Will you be guilty of what they charge you of or will you be innocent? Mm-hmm. Oh, you heard what Brother Willie did? I saw Brother Willie on, uh, on BT smoking some cigarettes and smoking some black and miles. Well, first off, you won't see me there. Amen. But if you accuse me of that, what evidence do you have to back it up? Exactly. If somebody accused you of being a Christian, will they have any evidence to back it up? Or would you be, would you say, oh, he's not guilty. Hey, I want to be counted guilty for being a Christian. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Sometimes you will be judged by the ones that never say a word while <clears throat> against you while you are strong. But once you are weak, they will show no mercy. That's right. Come on. When you live a holy and righteous life, those same people will lie in an attempt to discredit, discredit your honor and an attempt to savage their, and salvage theirs. You know what people will do, Brother, Brother Perry? They will when you see you when they see you trying to go down and have a hard time, they'll pick you apart to make themselves look good. That's right. We see this a lot on Facebook, social media bullying. I want to say, bless God. Let, let, let me start right here in parking. We in park for a second. It's preaching time right now. 
Sometimes what will happen is this whole thing about cyberbullying. Look up in here. Hey, if you're a cyber bully and you're bullying somebody on social media, shame on you. Amen. If you ain't got the courage to go to face them toe to toe and face to face and talk to them in a dignified way, you're a coward. Yeah, come on. That's good preaching. Somebody say amen. Amen. Examining. Examination. If somebody examines you, what will they find? Will they find out that you are a coward or will they find out you have strong faith? Amen. F. We find this in Matthew 26, 65 through 66, 68. False accusation, fear and failure. False accusation, fear and failure. You know the story. Everybody was, Jesus got punked out by a rooster. Amen. Not the store roosters where you get chicken. The rooster, like. The rooster, he got punked out by a rooster. Jesus said this, he says, Jesus, Peter said, I'll never deny you. I'll never forsake you. And Jesus said, hold up. This is in the originals. Hold up. Before this, before this rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. He's like, oh, no, nah, man, I'm not going to. That ain't me. No, nah, no. Nah. And then when he was warming his hands with the devil's crowd, the rooster crowed and he realized that he was a failure. He feared God. He feared getting caught looking like a Christian and he failed God. How many times in our lives that we'll we'll fear Setting up for what's right because we're afraid of what somebody else might say or do. Come on, come on. Somebody help me. That's good. And what we'll do is we'll lie on God and his servants. Because we're afraid of what the world might say. What our friends might say. What our peeps might call us. Yeah. We'll fear ridicule of being hurt and mocked. False accusation of fear. I wonder if you have that today. G, governor's visit. Matthew 27, 1 and 2. They took him before Pontius Pilate, the governor. And they were trying to get them all, get them all jacked up with all these charges. You're not my judge. That's basically what Jesus said in his mind. You're not my judge. He said, I'm your judge. He didn't say it, but he thought, I, I believe he thought it. Some people seek the pleasure in your demise, although some people seek pleasure in your demise, but also take great pleasure in putting you down before people in authority. Yeah. They'll try to dominate you out in front of the teacher. They'll try to make you look bad in front of everybody that's important. They'll try to do that. Make themselves look good. Hypocrisy. Matthew 27, 3 through 10. I'm not worthy because of what I've done. The hypocrites are everywhere. People always say, there's so many hypocrites in church. Bless God, there's hypocrites in school. There's hypocrites in the grocery store. Hey, there's hypocrites in the supermarket. There's hypocrites wherever in your house, probably. Hey, there's hypocrites probably in your mind. There's hypocrites everywhere. If you just want to count one place, you might as well look around the whole world because there's hypocrites everywhere. Everybody says, there's hypocrites in the church. Bless God, that's the place for them to be at. Get changed by Jesus Christ. Amen. And for the resurrection. Saying there's hypocrites in church is like saying that the gym is for healthy people. How many healthy people? You see a lot of unhealthy people going to the gym, getting worked out, trying to get good. Amen. 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 Somebody help me. Judas saw that when he was only when he's condemned only after his pride was broken. You see, Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. You know what happened? He didn't realize that he didn't realize that his his day was coming until only he got caught. and He was broken. What if he'd have stopped, Brother Matt, and thought about what he was doing? What if he'd have stopped for that moment and said, you know what? I'm not doing the right thing. Let me get my heart right with God. God, I, I've done this. I believe, Brother Perry, Jesus would have forgave him. I believe. Because the word says he's abundant in, mer in mercy. Amen. He's a God of another chance. I messed up today. 
Oh, I got another chance. I messed up tomorrow. I got another chance. I messed up next week. I got another chance. But I believe, Brother Brad, he'll make us stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Hypocrisy. How about this innocent blood? Matthew 27, 24. It's out of my hands now. Pilate tried everything in his power to try to resume control, but was quickly overwhelmed. Hey, watch this. The things that we once had control over in the past can regain power and overwhelm you if you choose the wrong side. The thing that you had control. Oh, you know what we'll do, Brother Matt? I said this before. We'll have sin and firsthand knowledge. We'll have sin. It's like a little cute puppy. We rub it and rub it and rub it and we take it everywhere we go. Look at my little pet sin. Maybe it's walking around smoking a cigarette. Maybe it's watch, watching this thing on TV that you know you shouldn't be watching. Maybe it's disobeying your parents. Hey, look at her. Maybe it's disobeying authority. And we're walking this sin around. And pretty soon, we'll start feeding this sin the things that God gave us. And it gets bigger and bigger. And pretty soon, it's not a puppy anymore. It's a full-grown Great Dane. And now it's bigger than you are. And you're trying to put it in a cage. But... It, but but what happens as it gets stronger, it'll scare you and lock you in a cage. And now you're bound by sin and addiction. And I can't get out. I can't get out. But Jesus Christ has the key. Right. I'm glad he has the key. Amen. When he died, death held in the grave was, was conquered because he went down and he got the key. Amen. The innocent blood. Without innocent blood, you will, you will see a violent uprising of the flesh and the mind. Pilate said, I'm guilty. I'm innocent. I have nothing to do with this innocent blood. I'll tell you what, Pilate could not escape it. You won't escape it either. Jesus Christ has innocent blood. That's the only way you'll get your heart clean with innocent blood. Amen. J, judgment seat. K, king of the Jews. L, laughter. M, mockery. Matthew 27, 30, 20, 27, 27, and 31. The judgment seat. God has established judgment and government. Judgment is ordained by God. You ever heard that, that shirt that says, you can't judge me, you're not my judge? God is my judge. He'll judge you one day. He's going to judge this world one day in righteousness. The king of the Jews, people will brand you when you stand for the Lord. They'll make fun of you. They'll ridicule you. They'll, they'll put names on you. They'll, oh, he's a Bible thumper. Don't go around her because she'll preach to you. I'd rather have a friend like that than a friend that tells me lies. Amen. 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 Laughter. People seem to laugh you to scorn when you invade <clears throat> when you invade their lives with Jesus, but they expect you to help them when their lives fall apart. Isn't that something? They'll laugh at you when you walk for, walk the walk and talk the talk, amen. But when you're when, when they're in a tough time, they expect you to be helpful to them and not laugh at them. The Bible says, Brother Matt, that God says, I'll mock at your calamity. I'll laugh at your day of judgment. He said they'll laugh about it. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mockery. People spend time making fun of Jesus, meet Jesus' terrible circumstance in order to make themselves feel good. Sometimes they'll mock you and criticize you to make themselves feel good. You know what I've seen before, Brother Austin? People will come in this very class and they'll mock Matt. They'll mock you. They'll mock Perry. They'll mock me and mock other people. That's fine. I don't, you're not, I'm not your judge. One day you're all going to stand before God. You're going to have to give an account for what you did in this classroom. If you're sitting there on your phone, when you know you shouldn't be on your phone, you're going to have to give an account to God, not me. I'm not your judge. Mm-hmm. One day when you're sitting here and your mind's a thousand miles away and you're thinking about what you're going to eat, what you're going to do when you leave out of here and not focus on what God said, that's, that's between you and God. He's going to judge you for that. I'm not. I don't have nothing to do with it. I'm just going to do what God tells me to do because I don't want him to judge me because I didn't preach to you. Mockery. One thing I saw, Brother Matt, 
Brother Austin, watch this. Matthew 27, 20, 27 through 31. Let me find it right here. This is amazing. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered him into the whole band of soldiers. You know how many is a band? I looked this up. A band of soldiers. It says right here about 300 to 1,000 soldiers. Listen to what they did to Jesus Christ. Listen to what they did. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. So they mocked him. They planted on him a crown of thorns and they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed to the and mocked him and saying, Hail, King of Jews. And they spit upon him. And they took a reed and smote him on the head with it. We're not talking about like a little clarinet reed. We're talking like a big stick, a bamboo stick. And they smote him on the head. Some people say those crowns of thorns, those thorns were up to two inches long. And they drove into a skull. And they hit him with these things. All these people sit there and nobody said, nobody stood up and said anything. Nobody stopped it. Some places in the Bible that says they buffeted him. They, they punched him. They kicked him. They did all these things to my Savior and your Savior, if you know him, in this very large common hall. Hey, in the world today, they'll do the same thing. Yep. They'll corner you and they'll try to beat you up with their philosophies. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, you, you can't tell me that I'm going to go to hell. Yes, I can. You can't tell me that you can't tell me that Jesus Christ is the only way. The Bible says he is the only way and he, there's no other way but to God, but through him. Amen. Hey, it ain't through church. It ain't through church membership. It ain't coming to ride the little yellow bus and singing the good songs of glory that Matt and Austin sang. It ain't about coming to church and dressing nice and walking to walk, walking to walk and talking to talk. It's about knowing the Lord, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There was no mercy. They beat him mercilessly. You'll see the world out there. They'll pick at you and they'll, they'll have no mercy. Look at all these school shootings. Look at me. Everybody look at me. Look at all these school shootings. Public schools. You think they had any mercy when they was going around shooting people? Shooting up churches. These people went to school hoping that they'd be safe. And now some deranged government comes in there because he don't know how to control himself and he starts shooting up the church, shooting up the school. You know why? I believe Brother Perry because of cyberbullying. And he, he had no other recourse because nobody would listen to him. I thank God that one day, even when nobody else, even when my mama and my daddy don't listen to me, I got a savior, an advocate in heaven. Amen. And his ear is always open. His phone line is not busy, amen. He don't have a voicemail message, amen. I'm glad he's always present to listen to what I got to say. Observation and open ridicule, Matthew 27, 36 and 37. People spent time taking, taking to make fun of Jesus. Watch this. The Bible says right here, Brother Matt, 36, it says, and sitting down, they watched him there. They all sat down and they watched what was happening. How many times in the world, if you're going through a bad time, they will stop what they're doing and watch what you're doing. Yeah. People are always watching you. They're watching you. Yeah. Guess who else is watching? Jesus is watching. Yeah. God is watching. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's watching. Hey, just because you think you got away with it at nighttime and just because nobody found out right now, don't mean that God don't know. Hey, how many people know that God don't need night vision goggles, NVGs? He can see the night just as well as we can see in the day. You, you can't hide nothing from God. He saw you when you was in, the, in your mother's womb. The Bible says, I saw you and I saw you in your mother's womb when you were being married. Just a little small baby. God, 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 goo, 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 goo. He saw you then. And he's seeing you now. P, party my possessions. <clears throat> Matthew 27, 35. People will do the strangest things to you and your possessions once you are no longer in the picture. We see this a lot, Brother Matt, with funerals. 
family member dies, people start picking apart everything they got. They don't care. They'll do the same thing for you. I got to hurry. My time's getting out. Quiet amid noise. Matthew 27, 30, 39 to 44. They were all picking at God at the same time when he's on the cross. Guess what Jesus did? He held his peace and didn't say nothing. By the way, that was prophesied in scripture too. He, didn't, he held his peace. The Bible says like a lamb before his shears is dumb. So was he when he went before the persecution of the cross. Hey, I'm glad that he didn't open his mouth. That's an example to me. There's sometimes when you should shut your mouth. Let me say it again. There's sometimes when you should shut your mouth. Amen. Uh, this ain't popular preaching, but I'm going to say it anyway because I don't care. Amen. I remember a time when, when, when I was growing up and when an adult talked, you'd be quiet. Somebody, somebody say amen. amen. Nowadays, you got kids telling adults off. Look up in here. It'll be a cold day in Africa before my kid tells me off in my house. They will find their teeth on the floor. It'll be a cold day in Africa. Amen. That's right. He didn't say nothing. He started to say something. I was going to knock his teeth out. Do what you want. I'm telling you. So, Rejection of the Trinity. Matthew 27, 45 and 46. Watch this. The first time in history that the Trinity rejected its part of itself. We know the Trinity is God the Father, God the Son, and God the what? The Son was rejected by the Father and the Holy Ghost, Brother Matt, because he took on our sin. The sick on the sins, your sin, past, present, and future, he took it on. And as soon as he did, he was separated from God and he died. I'm glad he died for us and me and you. Let me get, let me get down to the very end. My time's short. X. All the world's watching and waiting to see if Jesus was telling the truth. You know what X means? X is a contemporary term for Jesus. That's why they put Xmas. You know what that means, Brother Matt? It means simply this. They know him by name only. They don't have a relationship with him. If people had a relationship with him, they call him by his true name. Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. How many times do people come in this building right here and they say, I know Christ, but they're going out and there's no change in their life. They're doing the same old trash that they were doing before they got in here. Where's your change at? Are you, do you just know him by name? The Bible says the demons know him and tremble. So either you're dumber than a demon or, or I don't know. Smarter than a fifth grader. I don't know. And lastly, letter Z. Zeal, Zachary, or Zaggle. This is the last verse of scripture in Matthew 28. The zeal. <clears throat> and Jesus said, unto, speaking to them and saying, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore, teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. <clears throat> and the last thing he said, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. 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 Zachary. The word Zachary means unhesitated following, unhesitated belief. I don't want to, I don't question. I'm just going to go straight after what he says. He said it. I'm going to do it. Zaggle is doubt. Watch this. The Bible says, and when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. It's a shame that we'll see the Son of God come out here. We'll see the, the truth in the Bible. We'll see the changed lives. Hey, look up here. We'll see the changed lives of people. And we'll see somebody that was on crack one day. And they got saved. And they got a changed life. But we'll doubt it. He ain't changed. I know what he did last week. She ain't, she ain't changed. I know what she did last week. Hey, he don't believe what God says because he's got his phone on. He's texting. He, he don't believe what God says or the preacher says because he's over here cussing under his breath. Hey, there ain't no change in his life. But I'm glad, thank God. He said, I have power. All power is given to me. And hey, you can have the same power today. 
the gospel story, the gospel account A to Z. Three things, last three things. Do you know Jesus? Many people know his name, but don't know him personally. Do you trust Jesus? People will trust in riches and people will trust in chairs and cars. People will trust in a chair more than they trust Jesus Christ. They'll sit down in a chair and put all their faith and trust in this chair that it won't break. But when it comes to Christ, they'll doubt. Lastly, will you trust Jesus today? Knowing his name, knowing about him and knowing what he did will not take you to heaven. We can sit here and preach the whole Bible to you. But unless you know him personally, you'll never have a a relationship with him in eternal life. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray you bless the message today. Lord, I don't know who needed to hear that. Maybe somebody did. I don't know. But I just thank you for this message, Lord God. I pray you bless the time of invitation, Lord God, as we have this few few moments here to talk about what you've done for us and give us a chance to make a decision. We'll pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.